There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are... Oh, 705. Breaking oh. news. Guess we had to get in early today. Thanks. What in the world? Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with this. And I think, Doug, you have my contract in front of you, as does all of St. Louis. I think this is a breach because it specifically says 7.07 is the earliest time. Well, we better get overtime pay. Well, no, nah, yeah. tomorrow we're starting at 7.11. Oh, it's a, ba- okay. it's a balance play. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's the Ryan Kelly morning after. We are in our Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Michelob Ultra Studios, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Stroh, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you. Come on in, friends. The water is warm. Why aren't you watching us? Because we're bad boys at YouTube.com slash T-M-A-S-T-L. Bad boys. And you can text in Engineer Design Facilities text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Call in the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone line 636-9004-TMA. And email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, Doug, they are loaded for bear. Uh, Todd Reesing says WTF is Darren doing? Don't know. Plowhawk, probably doing what you normally do. but what maybe missing. I mean... Nothing out of the ordinary, for sure. Okay. There you go. Um, but hey, uh, let me know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks like you're just sitting there. You haven't uh, dined on anything yet. Nah. No snacks. Uh, perfect timing with the origin segment of Freeze It Like a Crara. Can't wait to hear Grandpa Wrinkles break down the dog's broadcast. That's from Saucy mm. Jack. Caught some Zamboni Saturday. Started the game with let's kick the tires and start some fires. If a pass was short, it, quote, lacked nutrition. A shot higher over the crossbar had too much helium. He was good. Professional yet fun. That's from TJ. I'm sorry. All right. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Let's go. Uh, that's from the 636. Did Plow FC happen to catch the Rainmaker on Saturday night? Uh, Eric in the Central West End says, I may have to call in. I'm tired of the pitch clock. I have scalding hot takes to get off my boy chest. Mm. Hunchback of Castle says, just Jackson gets stitching, made some damn dog hats, bark like a dirty dog baby. It's a mm. Hunchback of Castle. Sup, Tim. Doug looks hot. That's Brian Henschen. Morning wood, Mitch at night. You couldn't see the desert that surrounds Las Vegas, but it's in the desert where lots of towns' problems are solved. <laughs> Cumstein. Wow, Doug! They come, they come loaded for bear right at the start of the show. That and all came in know, after we started. That or? was all before we started. And I was tempted to play Simbad again. 
just to send a message. Yeah. But I, I chose to play the Iggy Zamboni. That's how good I am. And wow. so you can bash, Topical. You know, bash what I do. But that is very good on my part. Nice goal. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Doug, uh, the dogs. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fun yes. to watch. Iggy, why are you shaking your head? You're upset by what you saw Saturday? No, I mean, my Facebook page was just, my God, the first 70 posts. Dogs, dogs, we did it. Dogs going all the way. Dogs. Love it. I mean, great, but I mean, every post. Nice. <laughs> that needs to be the new chance. I'm happy they won. I mean, it was... Jackson, did you do a key pump or something? I just I just like to bark, baby. <laughs> woof, woof. It Man, was, these it, dogs. It was an upset, and uh, I'm happy for him, but my... God, you thought the Cardinals won the World Series. Did what? you watch it? I listened to bits of it, and I couldn't even take that anymore. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, you don't like the club? <laughs> so you just you just fired up the radio as opposed to watching it on television? I don't have Apple TV. I got to tell you, I love the Apple TV thing. Oh, love it. Standing. I love it. I love clicking a button and watching a show. I love it. And I also kind of like, and maybe it's because... I don't know. I don't know what my reasoning is. Maybe we'll do a master's thesis on QFTA. I like, it reminds me a bit of an NFL broadcast where you don't have home stuff going on. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's the game and I enjoy that. Um, I also think it might help color fans' perspectives more as opposed to getting your information from a bubble, which certainly would be refreshing in 2023. So a-plus on the Apple TV thing from my perspective. Doug, did you get a chance to watch the doll? I, I saw pretty much of it. <clears throat> I was at a party at the time, and they had it oh, on. Oh, wow. They had it on, so. What kind of party? Oh, a little dinner party. Ooh. At the Earth Wines. Key party? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, uh, I, I guess, the, key party, the Danforce yeah. and the Taylors and the Bushes mm-hmm. and me. Yeah. <laughs> They're having uh, key parties? Certainly. Yeah. They're bored. No, oh. Yeah, I, I, it's just my way of saying I saw some of it. I wasn't glued to it, but it was on, and I watched a little bit, yeah. And it looked like it was a lot of fun. Plowhawk, what about you? Before you have that Blackberry. <laughs> uh, That's good. I'll give a take. Um, didn't watch it. Um, don't go. have Apple TV. But I did see the highlights, and it kind of looked fun, I guess. Yeah, it was. Um, Jackson, what about you? I watched it, and uh, I loved it. Uh, I, my favorite thing about soccer is once that first half starts, there's no commercials. You're watching 45 or upwards of 50 minutes straight of, of action. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it and loved the last goal. That was electric. Looked like a hell of an atmosphere in Austin. For yeah. real. It's their only pro sports team, but I think that's going to be kind of what you're going to see in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. I mean, St. Louis is going to be bat crap on Saturday night. Yeah. It was... Uh... It was, I mean, I was looking forward to watching it just because it's the first game for a St. Louis franchise, a franchise that I think will be here in a few years, too. And it was way more than I expected as far as the action goes. I think, and this is, uh, Doug, do you call these macro? I do. Okay. Yeah. For both the Battlehawks and the Dogs, the way that things have happened, not just with the Battlehawks winning two comeback games and the Dogs winning in the fashion that they won, combined with the Blues' irrelevance for the first time at this point in the season in a long time. I mean, um, I know they didn't uh, have great years, what, five years ago? I guess they didn't go to the playoffs, but they were in it until the final game of the season. This is, you just monitor uh, to see who's been traded. 
they can capture the St. Louis sports scene for a full month before the Cardinals start up. And on top of it, they've combined played three games, and they've played three incredibly exciting games. All three have come down to the final minute. You couldn't ask for much more if you're both those franchises. No, I agree. And with the soccer, the more we watch and get to know them and start to know the personalities, I think the uh, interest in the team will even grow. Because if you just watch a bunch of faceless people out there, even if they're wearing a, a St. Louis uniform, you don't get into it as much as if you know who the people are. Right. Like, you, you can watch a, a Major League Baseball game. If you don't know who's playing, it, it's pretty boring. But if you watch the Cardinals and you know everybody's story and you know the personality, it's a, it's a different thing completely. Well, we know the personality behind the broadcast. His name is Joey Zanaboni. Yeah. And uh, Doug, he went to St. Gabriel's. Uh, he went to St. Louis University High School. He mm. had been calling the steamers with friend of the show and the strap, Matt Rocchio. And now he is on the dog's call. Uh, defense, doggies, defense. That's what you heard him chanting in Austin. Really? He chanted that? <laughs> oh, the crowd. The oh. 150 proud uh, who were there from St. Louis that they cited on the Apple TV broadcast many a time. Defense, doggies, defense. <laughs> That's what they were screaming? That's right. Here is the call of the three dogs' goals from Joey Zanaboni. Second corner of the night, opposite side, a beauty, oh. a laser. Oh, baby! Our city, our spirit, our first. It's Tim Parker. It's 1-0 City. Oh, they did score. Okay. Oh, now now hold on a second. What happened right there? On him. right there. Well, I didn't say goal until he said 1-0. I didn't know what they did. He just started screaming. <laughs> Did you hear him go say goal there? Let's take a listen again, Doug. Okay. Maybe I was under an overpass. All right. Uh, here we go. Second corner of the night. Opposite side. A beauty oh. a laser. Oh, baby! Our city, our spirit, our first. It's Tim Parker. It's 1-0 There we go. City. I guess he did score. Mm. I, I get the, the sense that you're down on him. I've said many times, I wish him nothing but the best. He's a good kid. But it's just not, not my cup of tea. It's over the top, and it's just staged. You and Brian Henschen are on the same page. I have literally zero idea what happened on that play. <laughs> That's from Show and Budsman. Wait till the last goal. I, mean, I have no clue. Uh, we got a 2-1 uh, game here where Austin had uh, taken the lead after a lob wedge over uh, your favorite netminder, Roman Berkey, mm -hmm. to tie things up right before the half. I yeah. uh, got a beautiful goal to take a 2-1 lead. And then a St. Louisan who entered the game early because of injury, uh, made a pass from Austin to St. Louis, and that led to, Doug, what do you call it, the equalizer? Yeah, I call it the equalizer. Glorious scoring opportunity. Well, here it is. It was converted. Oh, the second goal? That's right. Oh, hit the lever. Austin still oh. in its own end. A huge giveaway in deep. We're no! tied! No! Jared Stroud! Oh, doctor! Overcharge him for a second-hand Bowflex! Let's get ripped! <laughs> I mean, it's just... They scored, I guess, huh? I guess, unless they're right. working out on the field and he's talking oh. about both flex. Now, what if he just mixed in goal and then went into the other routine? Would that be better? Well, no. <laughs> but at least you know they scored. Yeah. Let's take a listen again, Doug, because it was a huge giveaway. Yeah. I mean, an absolute mistake. It reminded you of the 1985 NCAA final? Was That's that what I was telling the Bush family. Yeah. <laughs> 
Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Was that Billadelba with Brawley Basabito? I don't, I don't remember. There was a giveaway yeah. uh, where the Georgetown player, I think, mistakenly thought that the Billadelba player was on his team, and he yeah. passed it to him. Am I right on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think so. That's yeah. what happened here. Now, these guys had been teammates. But alas, no longer. No, and he just passed no. it back to him, and well, there you go. Is there a guy on the team named Strode? Stroud. Stroud's Stroud. the score. Okay. Take a listen. Austin still oh. gets on end. A huge giveaway in deep. Oh. Oh. Go! Garrett Stroud! Looks oh, doctor! Overcharge him for a second-hand Bowflex! Let's get ripped! Now, you're saying, Iggy, that when there's that one-second pause that he's looking for a cue card. That's what you said. Well, I guarantee it. Nothing wrong with that. I guarantee he's got them all written down on cards. There's no way he comes up well, with Is that, that okay or is that not? I said that's fine. Okay. But you can tell when there's a little break and, you know, he's not ready to score. He flips it and he's got the one he wants. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, the Loomster said, this dude absolutely sucks. And then the very next text is, TJ, I'm sorry. You suck, Ken. Doug, mm-hmm. everyone sucks. I don't, I don't do play-by-play. You refuse so I'm sure to? I'm sure I suck at play-by-play. Yeah. Brian Henshin show him. Bud's been Colt's columnist says you can hear him flipping through his notebook for the next gimmicky line. That's Brian Henshin. Mm. These calls by Zucchini Boy are glorious. That's from former fan page moderator Neil Allen Craig Zucchini Paquette. Zucchini Boy? I What's think that the, mean? The listeners who really like... Zamboni, I think, really like to watch Ken squirm as well. And <laughs> I squirm? Oh, I, I, I don't care if you like him or not. That's fine. Whatever you hate. It I is. It is a matter. It does seem that the people that are praising him are the ones that trash me every morning. But <laughs> how do you know? Well, I know the names. Uh, minor league announcer. Minor league announcer for a minor league sport. It's oh. terrible. That's from the five seven three. Hey, come on. Shocker, Strode being negative to start the week. Come collect your winnings at plus 200,000. Plus 200,000. That's from wow. oh, from KG and O-Town. Oh. Well, I don't Got believe... Got a bad I, odds maker. I don't believe I started this conversation. I don't believe that I just chimed in off the bat and said, Oh, this is awful. Like, it led to that. Doug, uh, the final goal... Yeah, this is I a mean, good one. At this point, I haven't heard this. Oh. At this point, it's a 2-2 game. Mm-hmm. The dogs have to just be thrilled. They're going to get a point. A team that that went to the uh, Western Conference final last year in Austin, and hey, that's a tough place to win. You know, that's it's a tough, been tough bunch. place to win. Yeah. And you're going to get a point, two two, most likely final. But the dogs weren't sassified no. just yet. Take a listen. Luvin, great spin out of trouble. Jaukini yeah, from midfield on. pokes it on. Klaus in space. Klaus down the right side of the box. Cuts it back toward the middle. Oh! City leads! Oh, isn't this wonderful? Shao Klaus, Post Malone, 3-2 St. Louis City. Four minutes left in regulation. Post Malone, what was that? What's your favorite Post Malone jam? I, 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 I really like Congratulations still. I know it's about seven years old. Okay. It's probably his most popular song. Yeah. I, I like uh, Sunflower. I don't really like but what thing. did it have to do with that goal, exactly? What, what do any of these things? What does a Luberderm <laughs> bottle on a Christmas tree have to do with a goal? Because it was slick. What well, at least it? he went into a little routine after that. But Who's this? his, uh, is that producer Joe who's with him? Who's, uh, who's no, we, we brought it up last time. It was well, Joe's supposed to an be older soccer guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was one of the coaches. I think he's part of the team, and he's been... F- Involved in soccer, but he tried to talk and he couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> oh, so, no. He had a whole thing. They talked th- over each other like. Go ahead. 
Now he had a whole thing after. That was a, that was actually nice symbolism there. Uh, he had a whole thing after Zamboni's call where he went like a minute breaking it down. So Joey let him get his thing in. Now Wood, he'll hammer something high and deep on the right. Hits the top of the wall. Skip shot over. Lock it. Cock it. Rock it. Restock it. <laughs> that, that wasn't from Saturday night, was no. it? That was a different call. Dale Shilly is his color comment. Dale Shilly. What a name. I don't know if it was the final minutes or seconds, but he did something that he just started. I, I don't know what noises he was making. He just started grunting. Do we have the game winner? Or, excuse me, the final seconds? Was it yeah, Dale Shilly grunting, grunting or was, yeah, or was it No, I didn't get the, it was the last yeah, few it seconds. was. He's just grunting. Is that available somewhere, Jackson? You know? I, I looked. All I could find was the goals. Okay. Fair enough. Well, thank you for getting the goals. The golden know. goals. Mm-hmm. The it was thrilling. Was it was absolutely thrilling. I, I, I would say this. I, I'd be surprised if you combine two Battlehawks games and a Dogs game and get three in a row like we've had. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not both Battlehawks wins and, and the Dogs. It's just not the way that it usually, I think, will work out. But either way, again, perfect storm for these two franchises trying to get off the ground. And it is ideal. The Blues back page at this point, especially after the trade deadline. Not going to be winning a whole lot of games. Most people aren't going to be paying attention to the outcomes over the next 22 games. And uh, now the Dogs and the Battle Hawks will have mm-hmm. the stage to themselves. And I hope it bodes well... For a month, anyway. ...that they did this on the road, because now it builds up momentum until their first home game. Yeah, yeah. So For both of them. Yeah. I'm not sure if the Battle Hawks would have lost both those games and getting crushed. I'm not sure there'd be people buying tickets in the upper bowl for and 200 probably bucks. Not. Yeah. I was I tuned in to catch the Cardinal Spring Training opener, and I was about 10 minutes early, and there was a show on the, <clears throat> with a bunch of analysts on odds makers, on games, how to bet, you know, tip inside tips yeah, on gambling. Absolute, a- absolute insiders, 100%. Yeah. Not, not touts <laughs> who were taking advantage of marks. I agree. I, I, I don't know who they were, but the, the football guy said he thought the Battle Hawks might be the best, best team in the XFL. For whatever that's worth, there was somebody who's put money down on it, thinking the the uh, Battlehawks are pretty good. If you're betting on the XFL and you're listening to guys on a cable outlet, you talking, are the mark. You're the, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Well, I'm not. Wrong. I'm not betting on anything. I'm just telling you that's what their analyst said. So Wayne Root. I don't know who it was. I don't know. If you're watching the game, do you need to hear him say goal? That's from Beer Cats Dougie's the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for the month of January. Or we're going to have a new one tomorrow. Well, this was radio. Yeah, I don't know this if you've been listening radio. or not, Beer Cats, but we're talking about Joey Zamboni, who does the radio play-by-play. So Man, he just for me to hear him, play. I would have had him listening to the radio. And I don't have Apple TV, so no, I didn't see the TV. Pay attention. <laughs> okay, now don't get down on Beer Cats. Well, when you make a comment like that, it's, yeah. it makes no sense. You didn't like the, the show. Yeah. I worry about the popularity of the XFL outside of St. Louis, though, because like some of those stadiums look empty as all hell. Like we seem to like be supporting both on the road and home very well, but it didn't seem like there's a ton of interest in some of those cities. <laughs> Give me an example of five. Well, all of them besides St. Louis, I'm pretty sure don't really. It didn't even have the lower bowl all the way full in their yeah. stadiums. I don't know. It is nice that we're going to have 30,000, 40,000 people. That is going to be incredible. That's pretty yeah. sick, actually. It's more than the Rams are drawing at the end. <laughs> Close to it, maybe. It is. Well, it's going to be bat crap for the doggies on uh, Saturday night 
as uh, Charlotte comes a call and Doug, and it will be bat crap at Maggie O'Brien's, Eddie McVeigh and Maggie O'Brien's. It's going to be a pony down there right across from City Park. Uh, check it out if you are heading down to the Doggies' home opener on Saturday. You can park for free, and you will be right across the street, and you can hang out with the great Eddie McVeigh. Eddie McVeigh and Maggie O'Brien's. You know what you're going to get? It's a local Irish pub, except if you haven't been in there in a couple of months, you have not seen the renovations. The renovations are absolutely incredible. Uh, That shamrock steak sandwich on garlic cheese bread. How do you do? Downtown offers shuttle service to and from games around the area. It's family-owned. Local historic Irish pub for over 40 years, directly across the street, from the new soccer stadium, great for pre- and post-game fun and games. The sponsor of the Dotem uh, pre-party coming up in the month of May. It's all at Maggie O'Brien's. And Munganast is the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. You wanted a secret phone number for the audience? Yes. Fine, you got it. 314-252-0029. I was out there. On Friday, Doug, and I saw that Peter Munganest. Oh, did you? And guess what? Wonderful fellow. What? Peter Munganest, young man, great guy. Yeah. Uh, served in the uh, Navy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and am I right on that, nurse? Well, it was the military somewhere. I'm not sure it was the Navy. Uh, but, uh, but either way, great Navy. guy. Navy it was. And uh, he got to play in the Honda Classic Pro-Am, and he won it. He did. He won the Honda Classic Pro. Really? Who's his pro? Uh, he had a long friend of the show. Uh, I guess they had him for nine holes, and then I think Ben Martin, perhaps. I didn't even know Adam Long played. Uh, yeah, he uh, he played. He didn't make the cut. He took a quad on Friday. Otherwise, he would have been top twenty. So that was brutal. Uh, quad on eleven. But either way, uh, Peter Munganest uh, got to play in the Honda Classic Pro Am. That's cool. And uh, they won it. How do you do, Munganest? St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. That is Munganest. And Doug, there is Ryan Kelly, and he is our title sponsor. How do you do? Well, I'm I'm doing fine, and so is Ryan, and so will you if you deal with the home loan expert, Ryan Kelly. Especially if you got all kinds of credit card debt that's keeping you up at night. The average credit card rates right now about 19.1%. That's what you're paying interest to pay off your credit card debt. That's the highest since July of 1991. 35% of households are taking on new credit just to cover basic expenses. Even more, still paying off their holiday bills. If you're a homeowner, you do not have to live like that. Do you have equity in your home? With a simple cash-out refi, you can pull out that equity, and the home loan expert will give you your cash at closing. Take it. Pay off those credit cards. Start fresh on the path to financial freedom today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly can help you get out of debt. He can help you purchase a home. He can help you with any kind of mortgage issue that you might have. The website, again, thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you. Sir Mortgage. There it is. Title sponsor of this program for a decade. That is Ryan Kelly. Once you get your home, get it insured with the great James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.com. 
Net. That's James Carlton. Now 307. The, the Google reviews are increasing here. 307 five-star reviews for James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. This review just posted here, brand new. My daughter recently purchased a new vehicle, having been a James Carlton client for two years now. I expected the update to our policies would be a breeze. And it was. When I called, I got right to Mike, who was able to get a few details from me and take it from there. We have four drivers, and he worked up the coverage to maximize our savings. I continue to be an extremely happy client and would recommend James Carlton State Farm to anyone. There you go. 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Coming up at our 9 o'clock hour, the Colonel will be with us uh, for a uh, brief segment on uh, the Fighting Tigers in Georgia. I didn't even know they were playing when they were playing on Saturday. I knew they were playing Saturday, but I didn't know they were playing as early as they were playing. Yeah, had a and good they, game. Yeah, had a great second half. So uh, fight Tigers with a very good win on the road in Georgia in the second half because they were losing at the half. And then uh, they will uh, wrap it up against LSU and Ole Miss. Should win both of those, Doug. Should be on a four-game winning streak going into the SEC tournament. Mm-hmm. And we're less than two weeks away from the Selection oh, gosh, Sunday show. Yeah. Can't wait to see if Bazzori can get to be a one seed. I think they deserve it. Do they have a chance to uh, get a double buy? Yes. If uh, they need Auburn needs to lose a game. And, U- and UT needs to lose a game. Or Kentucky mm-hmm. goes over, but that's not going to happen. Uh, but Auburn and Tennessee play each other, so if you're a Mizzou fan, root for Auburn to win that game because that'll take care of Tennessee. Then Auburn plays Alabama next at Alabama. And if they lose that game and Mizzou goes 2-0, then they will be the four seed. No, Illinois just got beat by Ohio State. Lina could be on the bubble. How are you going to look them in the eye? That couldn't have been a worse loss if you tried. It, it couldn't have been. You just come from 20 down to beat the number 21 team in the country, and you're playing literally the butt-ass of the Big Ten, and you got killed the entire game. That's so how will you look them in the eye and tell them you didn't get in? They're going to get in, and there'll be a first-round exit. I would oh. hammer heavy on whoever they play. Is that it'd right? Be, You're giving us a play? nine matchup, probably. Oh, it's a five-star lock. They're a one-and-done. It's too young. They're too new. It's a whole new starting Well, how would you it's look at new... Travis Ford and tell him he's not in the Twinnaby? I'd say win actual games. <laughs> yeah, that one know? won't maybe, be that difficult. Maybe <laughs> actually compete against top-tier opponents in your division and your that. conference. Doesn't he hear that most years? Yeah, Travis Ford has had every ability to win the A-10 regular season and win the A-10 uh, tournament. He hasn't. I mean, he, it, it's all him. It's not the players. It's, oh. it's the system. It's, it's him. You were at the game this weekend, weren't you? It was, yeah. It, they, they played very well. Somebody, I love uh, Larry Hughes Jr. He plays a, a lot player. more now. He's a really good player. I won't give her a name, but she uh, DM'd me and said, I got to meet Plowsy this weekend. Yes. Give her name. <laughs> I think her first name is Karen. I'll leave it at that. Yes, I, have, I met more listeners at that slew game than I have in any other situation really outside of like station and work events obviously but that's a given yeah that was wild there were so many great listeners that passed by and talked to them for a while it's great to catch up do you have to sign and post no i don't sign so many different age ranges it was a gorgeous blonde with her husband um just a, a regular old 55 year old joe that got me in the uh the concourse it was almost everybody of all ages huh sec- i mean it was and great. they recognize you from the youtube feed i don't i don't really ask how they recognize it just 
you know, kind of shake hands, kiss babies, and oh. I'll tell you what, Shave It's Arena got some fire-ass pretzels, man. Have they? Fire-ass. Oh, their pretzels with cheese were flame. Like, I couldn't believe how good they were. I'll be darned. So, overall, great experience. It won by 18. Loyola wasn't great, but... Yeah, it was Karen. Yeah, Slu had a great game plan. <laughs> Thank you. What up, Karen? Karen? Iggy, how do you know Karen? Uh, I've never met her. She's DM'd me a few times, and she just... DM me, Instagram DM me yesterday and said I got to meet Plowsy. She slid into your DMs. Bro. Yeah, Plowsy dog dad took me. So we uh, pre-gamed and went there, um, hung out with his wife oh, and Kyle? one of his friends. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. So it was great. Plowsy's dog dad? Is That's that what you his said? text name. I'm sorry. I oh. didn't know how to address him, but Kyle. Okay. So yeah, Shafitz is great. I love going to slew games. Mm -hmm. Not expensive. Even at like in terms of the beer and food is very reasonably priced. Easy in, easy out. It's a great place for concerts. They had to have more concerts there. I, I I would agree. I've never been to a concert there, but I could see how the concert would be very enjoyable. I guess it's up to Shafitz to want to book a concert, but, but yeah, I don't think Slew's making the tournament. But they're yeah. I went to the Blues athletic. game Saturday. Packed, absolutely packed Still. to the rafters. Had to be a sellout. A lot of Penguin fans there, but it was packed. Afternoon games do that, though. It's a fun, you know, Sunday afternoon games are kind of fun. It was Saturday. Saturday afternoon, yeah. give me that. Yeah, I was stunned that the fans have hung in there. Yeah, I didn't get, probably they were all going to uh, Young Pageview's party afterwards, so they just went to the game first. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to get down there. I wonder how that went. Wheelhouse, well, He said it was Bob. crazy. He texted me last night, as a matter of fact. It was so great. Unreal turnout. People were so positive. So it was really cool to see. Who were the special guests? Do you know? I do not know. It was a secret. Top secret. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go, but I didn't get down there. Good I really, I really am afraid to go downtown. You are? Oh, I, I don't, I don't Here mind go. going downtown. No, I'm just being honest. It's just, <laughs> I know, but I just know it's coming now. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'm just, you know, even coming home last night from, and you're only on Del Mar, but still some of the streets I went to get home, like, God, I'm running this red light. I, Where were you coming home from? The pageant, but I always take a... Uh, you go see Frankel again? Frankel. Frankel. Yeah, the band. Jackal. Jackal yeah. and Hyde, or yeah. No, that's right. Jackal and Hyde. They were here. They they won't be back for ten more years. Ten more years. Maybe. Maybe they'll come visit us in the rest home. <laughs> <laughs> but I usually take uh, Skinkard, Woodson, to Olive, and well, I get in those side streets where it's dark, and I get to a stop sign, I just go right through it. That's part of the problem with St. Louis City driving is people tend to go right through the stop signs and the red lights and everything uh, else. Red lights, you got to wait a second after it turns green on your end. I always... Yeah, you better be looking both ways. That's yeah, the one nobody, thing that's increased. Yeah, nobody pays attention. I talk about running them at like 6 in the morning. There's nobody around, but now they're just running them because they're afraid to stop. Yeah, they had a horrible accident there when Friday or Saturday night. Somebody went over the Grand Avenue overpass at Forest Park. Huh. People were killed. I don't think I saw that. Yeah. I like the city. I live in the city, but yeah, downtown's not necessarily the best, but I enjoy myself down there. But I love the Delmar Loop. I mean, it's just, a, it's, it's one of the great places in St. Louis. I mean, especially in the summertime, all those bars and the, the uh, patios are open, people watching, so much to do down there. I love the Delmar Loop. Kind of an eclectic group of people too, isn't it? Yeah. I would love to live down there, but. I think you belong there. Last night was fun. I got to hang out with Liv from the point was there and uh, Carrie, salesperson, and her Learn. sister were there. Now Learn wasn't there. Oh. Uh, I saw Mike Ryder and I didn't know who he was. 
I just said, hey, buddy, I thought it was a listener. It was writer. I didn't. I didn't see him since he got his haircut. He want a picture with you? No, he got his haircut. And I didn't <laughs> recognize him, but uh, it was a fun time. Okay. Uh, Kevin's brother Jack Demoff on a forecast for Saturday night for the dogs. The low on Saturday night is in the twenties. Oh shoot! That dogs game might be a chilly one, boys. That's from Kevin's brother. His first name is Jack, and then his last name is Demoff. In the twenties. Yeah, yeah right. Gonna, wow. We got a couple days in the next week. Uh, lows in the twenties. Got the hawk up today, Iggy. We, yeah. My wind, wind advisory. Let's see, uh, Saturday hat. night, 27 degrees is what I Gosh. see. Yeah, we may even, uh, my Doppler kind of gave me a Uh-oh. shoulder sh- shrug, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> shoulder shrugging yeah, like, Doppler? Eh, I'm not sure yet, but uh, we may get a little flurry on Wednesday. Oh, Bill, it's supposed to be a high of 66. 66 degrees Wednesday. No, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> yes, it is. Getting down. Second to, corner of the night. <laughs> it's dropping down into the 20s. No, 47 for a low on Wednesday. Well, maybe it's Thursday. 52 for the high of Thursday. 39 for the low on Thursday. Boy, you must be seeing something. What about Friday? Uh, Friday, uh, low of 34, high of 43, 90% chance of precipitation. Doug, that can make the pitch soggy. Yeah, it's a shame. We've had such great weather all winter, and now they want to play a game, and it gets nasty. That's why my doppler shrugged. He didn't know if it was Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday was coming in. Enter the trolls. Um, Yes. What up, Bob Lee? Doppler's an inanimate object, right? It can, it's not capable of There are a couple that can shrug. It's AI. Yeah. Machine learning. It's one oh. of the Boston... Shrugging things. Dopplers. I yeah, no, finish no, no. that one, Plotsy. I have, a, I have <laughs> like a visual on mine. I have a talking talking Doppler. Have you? It's, it's almost okay. like Siri. Well, I have a... I have a feeling no matter what the weather's like, the fans will turn out and it'll be oh, a crazy night. Sold out for sure. Pony. Pony. P-O-N-Y pony. This time of year, though, you could be playing in lots of snow. Do they plow through that kind of weather? They often mm. call games off if the weather's not great? I'll oh. plow through it. Armos, isn't it inside? Inside. What? The soccer you, stadium? Oh, you're talking soccer. I thought you were talking XFL. No. Yeah, it'd be a little chilly out there. But I didn't. I didn't realize this. This league goes on for ten months. It goes on forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, basically never stops. I mean, their last game is in October. Oh wow. Yeah, European uh, soccer is the same way. It starts in August and goes all the way to like June. Their excuse is they've got nothing else. We've got all kinds of other sports we got to get to. Like what? Baseball, football. Yeah, you just named it. Hockey, basketball. Well, hockey will be over soon enough. Hockey won't be over till June. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Us. pretty much over now. But yeah. But if they're still going to draw that many people for a team that, uh, it's a shame they got those they got those two one points. It's a shame they got those two one points. Well, they I actually know what he's saying. They lost in overtime. We got two. It'd be you'd rather just lost. In I, cr- I, I I agree with this sports take. I want to see him lose 24 in a row. Oh, that's the only way this season will work out is if they lose the rest of their game the entire season. That's the only way this season is a win. Well, they may if they keep peeling away players and don't replace them with anybody that's helping right now. Barbashev traded yesterday. Now, JR, who Jeremy Rutherford will be with us on Balloon Party, I guess, Jackson, right? Yeah. Um, He is of the opinion that that will be it. I just think that they're going to do something else. I know that now O'Reilly, Tarasenko, and Barbashev are gone, but I still think something else is coming. Well, if you wanted to move some of those defensemen, uh, good luck with the contracts that they've got. Yeah, but you could throw a pick in there to make it enticing to take it. I, I guess. I, with the salary cap being what it is, I don't I don't think very many teams want 
six or seven million dollar a year defensemen who aren't getting the job done. I uh, I just don't think they're done. I think the whole thing is super tense. I think Doug Armstrong's comments on Friday were not necessarily as uh, backing of Craig Berube as they were in early November. And as they say, Doug, you can uh, fire a coach or you can trade a whole roster, but uh, one is a hell of a lot easier to do than the other. Mm-hmm. And they just got a situation. I, I thought cop. that Robert Thomas yeah. and Jordan Cairo did not uh, back down from their comments. They weren't necessarily on board with what Berube said, as you can imagine, but they kind of pushed back on it. I think that is something to note. This, I, think, I, think, I think you got a situation there, and that's why I'm anxious to see if they do make another move before the trade deadline, even though if they are, it won't be the obvious play because all the UFAs are gone now. We have Army credit. I mean, he's gotten two first-round draft picks, and I don't know about this player they got, but he was a first-round draft pick, what, two years ago? Zach Dean. Yeah, 2021. His numbers in the major junior league look good, but you know that's a long way from the NHL. Yeah, our roster is rough, bro. It is. And the number one picks are great, but again, most of them are, are coming right at the end of the first round, and you gotta you got to really get lucky to hit on number one picks that, that deep in the round. I mean, they might be players that make the league, but usually the, they're not going to be the superstars. Well, that's why the 17-game losing streak is so important. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what you want to watch for the next... I ain't watching, so it's fine. Who's watching this? They're not making the playoffs. No. It's an below-average roster at best at this point. Yeah. What do you want them to just halfway succeed, and all those picks are in the mid twenties? What did the, what does that do? It just Bur- goes against my competitive nature to want my team to lose, to root for root for losses. Well, they're it's losing naturally, do. so you might as well add it up and do it on purpose for real and get this Bedard and get it done. That, but that's not the spirit of sports. Lose on purpose. I watched some of the game because it Let's wasn't make wild card teams. It wasn't on Bailey, so I could actually watch it. Um, I felt bad for Bennington. Played another good game and just. Uh. Hey, he's faced almost fifty shots two games in a row. <laughs> I bet you. I wonder what his thoughts are on Pareko. I'd love to get him be on a fly on the wall and see what he thinks about the his defensemen because they're just trash. Now, the overtime loss, he gave up the goal. He didn't go skating as fast as he could to the locker room. He kind of sat there for a minute and kind of gave, gave a couple of strides. And You don't like him skating off after a loss, do you? <laughs> just, I, was just, I just wonder if it meant anything. He just went flying in the locker room. This one, he kind of just glided and didn't really do anything. So That's what you'd rather him do, just glide off? Glide, off glide. Instead of sprint to the sprint. locker room? No, I don't care what he does. I don't care if he crawls. Well, one thing he's not going to do is just linger around and congratulate the other team. <laughs> I didn't say linger around. I just said I've never seen him sprint so quickly after a goal. He just right. got him and went flying. This time he let up the goal. He looked behind him. He kind of bowed his head a little bit and took a couple of strides. He didn't go flying into the locker room. He said, nice shot, Ruster. Yeah. Probably because he had a great game and still lost. I think yeah. the time he sprinted off with the Ottawa game, right, where he gave up seven. or Was that him? Was that the game? Ottawa was a rough one, but yeah. nobody's playing better than the Senators right now. Aren't they one of the worst teams? <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. Uh, it's Bennington, not Bennington, you brick-fired quesadilla. Brian Henson, hey. active in Indiana this morning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they said Bennington. Yeah, I know what his name is. Hey, Tim, cycling on. This Zach Dean is a badass. Already opening up my wife to him. Trust me on this. That's from <laughs> oh. the recovering alcoholic 
from Belleville and Webster Groves. Mm. Warson Woods Wacko says the Battlehawks just released the Cotton Candy sales guy roster for all Battlehawk games, and Mr. Licks will be slinging Cotton Candy in mm. Section 144. I can't stand <laughs> Cotton Candy. It's like eating insulation. <laughs> I, I, I'm a candy connoisseur. God. I don't know if I've ever been excited about a Cotton Candy. <laughs> it's just puffed up sugar. It's some kind of nasty. It's just horrible. You get, like, chunks of the paper cone it's on, too. Yeah. Oh, it's just bad. And if it melts in your mouth, it's just, you got a mouthful of just sugar, and like raw sugar. The stickiest, it's literally... Yeah, pink or light blue, uh, no thanks. A dentist goes to the game and sees that and just sees cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good morning. If you're taking requests, can you replay all of last week's shows on the TMA Married Burger King Lesbians All Day app soon? Each segment from last week, including the ones with the horrendous technical issues, only played four times a piece on a loop all weekend. Thanks. That comes from programming note. She's taking a half day, so we'll have to finish masturbating one another in her apartment by 11 or so. Can someone stop and grab kolaches? Mm. That sounds good. Doug, what just happened and what did I just read? I don't understand what he meant by that. Again, I don't pick and choose when we play like the previous segment from last week. I received a long QFTA last night. Perfect. Um, regarding the TMA All Day programming. Doug, it was from Kyle. Was it? And he said, here, let me show you. The- I mean, I just loaded 15 oh, new on. ones. I mean, that's oh, insane, God. dude. Like, everything timestamped, everything says the last time it's played. Like, if they Well, then wanna- you can, because re- you know, what Kyle was asking me, I, he came he came in peace. And you know that when people come in peace. Sure. Uh, but I don't, I don't necessarily know the answers to his questions. Hey, Tim. I've been a proud listener of TMA for years. It was gets me through my workday. I'm pretty obsessed with podcasting as a medium. While working in an office or rocking our baby to sleep, I don't know how I do without my AirPods and podcasts. In a given week, I listen every second of TMA, Balloon Party, QFTA, Ryan Rosillo, Bill Simmons, Power Mizzou, College Football, Inquire. What's Inquire? Oh, College Football Inquire. The Rewatchables and Chris Long's podcast. I'm sure some, my wife included, would think I have a problem. And this brings me to my question. How much control do you have with the content of TMA All Day? Are you contractually obligated to play the previous week's episodes over the weekend? Yes. Uh, is that true? <laughs> it's not contractually obligated. It's just what we do. It's what I've been taught to do. It's like, they're already like, it's yes. you Yes. My answer to that is yes. That's how, That's literally how the like skeleton log looks like when I'm loading segments in. I can't move that. I can't delete that. We have to load Monday to Monday segment one, Monday segment two, Monday segment three at nine a.m. At noon, it's Tuesday segment one, Tuesday segment two, and it, that goes to three p.m. You know what I'm saying? Three hours, three. Hours. Mm-hmm. That's how the weekend is set up. The weekday is a lot different than the weekend in terms of the skeleton and how many times that played. So I don't have one hundred percent freedom. To load anything and everything. One, it's got to be timed out, and two, we got to play those segments. So, put that to bed. Oh, yes. There there you go, Doug. I'm sure many of the super lemmings out there would like some more variety to the content. Let me start by saying I have no problem with the timing or how Plowsy lays out slash picks all day content. Sounds like a tough job, and I know he works hard. My issue is the repeats of that week's show. When I get to Sunday afternoon, I'm out of podcast to listen to and in desperate need of something to get me through my evening. Typically, I turn on TMA all day and hear a show I just listened to two days ago. I would imagine from your perspective, you're between a rock and a hard place. Do you cater to the P1 super fans, or do you cater to the busier listeners who couldn't stream every second and catch up on the weekend? 
I was just curious what your thoughts were. I'm also curious if there's a difference in stream download data for the last week's content or the classic content. Perhaps there is no way to measure this. Finally, I'm aware that I can go to TMASTL.com to find archives of old shows. When I go back to 2015, for example, I find a lot of Derek Gould calls in to talk about the Cardinals. <laughs> And more non-evergreen content. Okay, that's enough for your complaining. This guy just perfectly painted a picture of how difficult it is to get best of content. The last sentence. There. Right. It's not not everything is evergreen, man. Like during baseball season, we talk Cardinal baseball at least an hour. Sure. At least we used to. Not as much now. We still do. <clears throat> you cannot play those types no. of replays. I would suggest, and, and like it's so much harder and so much more annoying than people think. And yes, I don't get freedom, but I think if I did that, we would ha- we would need eight hundred to a thousand hours of best ofs content if we didn't mm-hmm. play the replays. Yeah, I have no problem with the guy's email. He's just asking questions. I like the email. Kyle. Yeah, he's, I like Kyle. He sounded like he loves the show. He just, but you mentioned you could go back to the archives, but all the archives have show notes. So if you see a segment that says Derek Gould talking card, you just skip, go to the next one. Uh, Tim talks about tribbing. And oh, okay, I want to listen to that, that one. I mean, you can go all the way back to, I think, like 2010, 12. It's all there like on that. the app or the website? Yeah. So you can go back and listen to whatever you want. Yeah. Don't just hit it and then listen. Oh, it's Derek Gould. I got to listen. No, just go to the next segment. He could have done that in the time it took him to write that god awful email. Well, he can Scooter says, Would it hurt to ask management if you could change up the weekend content skeleton? I'm with this guy, Doug. That's Scooter. Stop saying skeleton. I mean, sh- well, it, it is. That's what it, they call it, is a skeleton. How about a template? Log, it's not 100% template. completed. It's a template. That's fine. I, I, I don't mind it. Template. If they call it a skeleton, Doug, shouldn't we call it a skeleton? I don't like the skeleton, no. Nonetheless, even again, I will reiterate myself. Like I feel like I'm repeating myself, but when I'm loading best of segments in, on the far right of each segment, it shows when it was last played. Like that, that to me... I go seven days. I try not to do anything before seven days. A week. I give everything a week. Most of the time, it's 15, 16, 22 days. Well, sure it is. So hearing the same complaint about this being the Simbad Mm -hmm. hour or whatever, it it is fun. You welcome that criticism? I kind of welcome it because it is funny. But again, like, I only have so much control of the all-day logs. Like, and I will do my best to load something fresher than 22 days i'll try but those segments replay segments on the weekends they're currently not really in my control kg and o-town with support he says tma all day is great it really gives some behind the scenes looks into the show like when i heard a segment from july with iggy bitching about people taking video at concerts and then boom he posts a video from a concert <laughs> the next day it's poetic oh. it's from kg and o-town. yeah i post one to let people know here you go and <laughs> to let people know, here you go. Yeah. That, that was the information that you were putting you out want, there. If you, here you want to, if you want to see a little bush, you want to see a little <laughs> pit bull, here's a quick sa- sample of it. But I don't sit there the entire show and just do nothing but film it. I did it last night for like two minutes, and that was the last time my phone came out. And did you post that? I went live on Facebook to the opening the oh, opening really? song by Bush. Is that just, even legal? I guess, I guess they can't no, fight it, huh? No, everybody... I mean, some bands don't even care. They want you to put it up there and promote it. What was, a, uh, what was their opener? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Go good. watch it. <laughs> go watch it. It's up there. Um, and that was it. Then the phone got put away, and I was done. But I don't, I don't sit there with my phone up the entire show like some people. I mean, you're watching it. Are you going to go back and watch this again? 
And I did it mainly for people on my Facebook page that weren't there. Here's a little glimpse for you. They were demanding of it. No, they weren't demanding. I just did, it wasn't doing it for me. I was doing it for them. Yeah. So I put it up there for a few minutes live. It was an altruistic gesture on your part. The song was over and I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and just went back to watching the show. I'm sure they were very appreciative. Well, there were a few people watching. And now it's up there. If people want to go watch it, it may get 500 views or so. It's fine. Go watch it whenever you want. It's saved. Somebody oh. have a treat? What do you got? Uh, Strudel? Baker, Baker Street, Apple Strudel. And I saw one of those were left, like, in a little corner of the studio. There. <laughs> oh, it's still there chilling. I forgot. Mm. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, now I got two. You're lucky. I wish we had, did have a microwave in here. The old place. Would have been you gone. want a microwave in the studio? <laughs> I could use a microwave in a mini fridge. Yeah, that would be awesome. nice to hear you hit the buttons and the <laughs> alarm goes off. It's ready. Yeah. Now, well. Apparently I have enough room for another chair. To this emailer, I will say, we're back on Kyle. I will oh. say that uh, over the weekend, um, I actually mapped out a little format of how my music show would go. <laughs> so if that comes to fruition, you'll have something to listen to on Saturday. There you go. We'll change up. Huh. Instead of TMA all day, we would get you and your music show. For a couple hours. I'm... Where does that stand? Uh, I, I know Jamie wants to do it uh, as one of the sponsors. Um, he sent something to Barb. So I texted Barb yesterday. He said, I put together this kind of format and some of the segments I want to do. Uh, I'll give it to her today. And if they can sell a few things, then I'm sure we'll go with it. But I'm ready to go. Aren't you going to have to learn how to, you're going to have to learn how to run the, the... I asked for some money for Plowsy to be my board of Oh, what if he doesn't work, want to work Saturday? He already said he would. Did he? I would. Right. I think we're still in contact with the Steward family of Worldwide Technology trying to see... What's their buy to this? Now, I how much they're willing to spend yeah. for this music? No, I can't just... And I gave some ideas for sponsors on the certain segments. I tried to put segments together that would tie in some certain sponsors. Um, so, and it's... I, I can't just come in here and start doing a show. No. I got two texts. When are you starting this show? I, I can't just go in and do it. Come on now. I've got to get permission. I think Tommy's already said he has no problem with it. Sure. We just got to sell it. That's right. And then get that done and get commercials cut and... Do an open, and then as soon as they say go do it, I'll be in Pretty her. Pretty much, I'll be in her on a noon on Saturday, <laughs> and we're spinning in the early records. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's ready to launch. Mm -hmm. Oh, here, uh, Carlos Spicy Wiener is a Hall of Famer, and uh, he said Ken this morning. I don't know who the opener was. Ken last night, and then it's a picture of Iggy with a blonde glass. Oh God, he said the opening song. <laughs> what was this last's name? Devora. Do Devora, Doug. <laughs> she was pretty Devorah. good. Devora. No, that's what I... Wish I'd seen that on Facebook Live. I love that... Well, I didn't do her on Facebook Live. Oh, Ooh. cut that off. Um, <laughs> but uh, she's got a new single out, I'm Not Dead Yet. Um, I no, you say that sometimes, yeah, right? I think she's fabulous. Um, the, good, the, the one thing about there's so many talented artists out there that just don't get the play or the recognition. And Bush, uh, Gavin Rosdale, is giving her opportunity to open for them, get in front of some people. Um, and I like that. So she'll probably sell some EPs from that show last night. People will probably watch her on YouTube. No, probably, what are EPs? Probably thousands. What are EPs? I, just, I think it means extended play. It's just not a whole album. It's like, like a couple songs. Oh. Um, now she'll probably pick up a thousand followers after I tweeted out sure. at her last night. <laughs> You're um, a kingmaker. <laughs> but I hope people, you know, follow her and start listening to her music because she's really good. Liv Maddox posted uh, a picture with her and Bush, and I responded with, and I got Devorah. Sick. 
Although I did see, I did see Bush. I did see Gavin. He was walking his. Dog. He's a hot man. He was walking his dog when we got there, so I just said hi. So when you go to these <laughs> smaller concerts, do you just kind of peacock around like anybody need my guidance or peacock around? Want to piggyback on my social media empire and make a name for yourself? No, I saw a couple of listeners that said hi. <laughs> no? um, I'll tell you what I did last night. What'd you do? Uh, you know. Our friend, friend of the show, Rita Ray Rocks. Rita Ray Rocks, Triple R. Yeah, who wrote the... Uh, she was coming in just for the Bush concert. Yeah, she wrote the Once Upon a Rockstar groupie book. We had her on the show. Uh, she came in with her friend. They were in the summer for Bush, and she said, can you get tickets? I'd like to come back in. So uh, Matthew was kind enough to get me four tickets. And they had a meet and greet. They pay for a meet and greet every time. And I asked her, I said, God, how many times can you meet Gavin? I mean, you, you pay to meet him. It's like the 15th time you've met him. She says, oh, we just, we just enjoy it. Okay. But their meet and greet was like 5.15. The box office opened at 4.30. Doors don't open till 6.30. The first divorce didn't come on till 7.30. I said, right, I'll meet you at the pageant. We'll get your tickets. You can go to your meet and greet. And I'm going back home. Where are you? I went back home to like 6.30 and then left again. What did you do at home in the, in the interim? I just ate some pork steaks and watched TV and got back in my car and went down about 7.00. Now, Iggy, it looks like you got a response from this, Devorah. Oh, wow. Now, Doug. I know she responded to the first one. The issue with the tweet, though, is you added Devorah Music XO, but you didn't put, like, a period in front of the at, so only people who follow you and Devorah can see that <laughs> that tweet because it looks like, and I'm, I'm just reading the insights here, it says the tweet has 10 views. Oh. So you can't put a period? Rest in peace, Dan. <laughs> you can't put a period in front of the at? You can, and that will open it up to everybody, and you'll get a lot more views on oh, the tweet. I didn't know that. Yeah. Can you go back and edit it? I can delete it, but I don't But care. then you'll delete the, re oh. the reply. Yeah, I don't care. Well, the effort was there, though. Yeah, so I went back home until 7. You couldn't just mill about there for an hour or so? Well, it would have been like three hours. Oh, First show was at 7.30. I was there at 4.30. Oh, yeah, I do see the, the period right at the end. And as soon as they opened the Halo bar, it was like elbow-to-elbow elbow people in there. I mean, they're like 15 deep to get a drink. I said, yeah. I sat outside for a bit. I said, nah, I'm just going to go home for a couple hours. I only live 15 minutes away. Yeah. Iggy, I noticed you deleted one of your tweets about Rita Ray Rocks because it didn't have any likes. That's from the 314. Doug, is that, is that true? I, I don't know. I, I didn't follow it. I don't really pay attention. I'd be surprised if you would delete a tweet because it didn't have likes. I mean, why? Well, I, I would guess I'd delete the Devorah one, too, because I think one of them had, like, two likes. I guess I should have deleted that one, huh? <laughs> what do you do? You pay attention to my tweets and then just... Ah, well, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I deleted it. He didn't have any likes. I'm not in the likes business. Yeah, I <laughs> that I don't think people realize, like, the gotcha moments, they think they, they got Iggy. It's like... Really, though, they're the ones, like, stalking his Twitter page to see which tweets were tweeted and which tweets were taken down. That doesn't seem... I'm like just curious what my second one got. I didn't even, I haven't checked that. The second one is I just took a picture of her on stage and said she's killing it. There it is right there. Devorah kicking ass, and it has, it has, one, it has one comment and no likes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one with 10 views. And I haven't deleted it, so... Now it has 17 views. 
Uh, People are flooding to it now. <laughs> it. Hey, guys, how about that Jordan Walker solid chip carry call, too? That's from Flocky the Smurf. We actually mm-hmm. have the call. Doug Jordan Walker, three-run shot yesterday for the Cardinals as they defeat the Miami Marlins. Here's Chip Carey of Bailey's on the call. All right. Swing, fly ball, wallop. Jordan Walker, deep left center field. That ball is gone. That's how you start a spring game with a bang, wouldn't you say, partner? That's what these fans were waiting for, to see the young 20-year-old phenom. He doesn't waste any time. Jordan Walker, first pitch, swinging. Boom. I saw that. Oh, boy, he looks good. God, he looks great. Is that Brad? Uh, It's Chip and Brad. Chip and Brad. He's kind of built along the lines of Dave Winfield. Oh, nice. He's kind of that tall and that that strong. Winfield had kind of a distinctive swing. He doesn't swing like Dave Winfield. So does that win in the outfield position? If he's Dave Winfield, yes. He'll be on the outfield for the next 15 that, years. That swing, and that, I mean, he should have, he should now be the starter now. <laughs> I don't care. Like that, you don't, you, you can't find that with the, the Newt Bars and Carlsons and Yepezes of the world. Just That's raw talent. Walker is so big. Like when he came back into the dugout, towards the dugout, he was just towering over every yeah. single player. 20 years old. Great personality, sharp cat. I mean, it is all set up for him to own this city for the next decade. Yeah, for real. Decent future ahead of him. He might He might only make a billion dollars. <laughs> uh, guys, what kind of call was that? There was no freeze it like a caca caca. That's from the wolf boy. Uh, freeze like a caca. I like the call. I thought yeah, Chip was, was I like the call, too. too. I think Chip's great. It was a professional call. Said he walloped it. He actually said it's gone, so we knew it was a home run. He didn't... <laughs> That's a cocky. What happened? Base hit, double. What? That might have been one of the sickest calls ever. I think my problem with Walker is the organization is going to get in the way. Oh, here we go. Something's going to happen there. They're going. He's going to have a fantastic year, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, instead of building around him, we're just going to have this guy try to carry us to each wild card round every single year." How would you get? So I feel like he's going to be kind of on an island and being really the only player. They got two other players that were top three MVP voting last year. And they got them for scrap metal. But Any they're there. They're on their t- for whatever it took. They're there. They're on the team. He's surrounded by two of the best players in baseball. I just think the only thing that's going to get in the way of Jordan Walker ain't Jordan Walker. It's John Mosellock. It's the <laughs> oh. organization. So I worry about that. But he looks great. And I hope does Mosellock get one. credit for for okaying the drafting of this guy? I think that was more Gersh, right? Isn't he a talent <laughs> Well, it's Randy Flores as head of the draft, but I'm I'm sure Mosellock gives the, the last okay. Let's do it. I love you, Plowsy. Some of your takes are really funny, but to say they're gonna put nothing around him. You got Nolan Arenado. You got Goldschmidt. You got a catcher who could hit 25 home runs. I mean. <laughs> Well, Goldschmidt and Arenado are not forever. Pl- I mean, they're they're at the kind of the tail end. I mean, they got a couple more solid years left, but I'm just saying overall for a decade. I mean, Arenado and Goldschmidt are going to be long gone before Jordan Walker even hits his prime. And then I would think the Cardinals would could be, but there'll be a whole bunch of players come and go in between those years. Gorman might still be around, <laughs> but I mean, there's always a revolving door. Any team, no one lasts forever. Yeah, who hit the home run Saturday? Brendan Donovan. Donovan. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's kind of a, a decent player. I like him. And when you play the corner spots like Goldschmidt and Arnado, there's a chance they could be around five years from now. Arnado's still got good amount. Yeah, he's only, yeah. he doesn't turn 32 
until uh, <laughs> April. So, I mean, he's 31 years old. Yeah. Goldschmidt's 35, turns 36 in September. Uh, the most confusing take of Plowsy is that the Goldie and Notto trades don't count because Mo didn't get give enough to get them. That's from Tracy <laughs> Woodson. No, I mean, I, I gave Mo credit. Those are the two best trades he's ever... I mean, that just dynamite. But what I'm saying is it didn't take rocket science to, to go, oh... So you're going to pay $50 million of Arenado's salary and we're going to give you Austin Gomber? Okay. I, I, I'm just saying, like, they well, were kind of gifted out of absolute desperation by both Diamondbacks and Rockies. You still give the organization huge amounts of credit for getting them. But, I mean, any anybody with a high school education could have made those trades because of how desperate and how much each player wanted to get out of those organizations well, why didn't other well. teams make the trade? I mean, Doug, we may have offered them the best options at the time. I'm not I'm not for sure. But again, like we traded Carson Kelly, Austin Gomber, and we got two Hall of Fame players. Yeah. Well, the Pretty picture, remarkable. too, went for Goldschmidt. What was his name? Luke uh, Weaver? Weaver. Luke Weaver, yeah. Uh, Luke Weaver. And he looked like he was going to be a pretty good pitcher at the time. There's no doubt it was a steal of a trade, a steal of a life. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not poo-pooing any of what Mosellock did in that sense. It's a great... Those are two great trades. I love the Quintana-Montgomery trades as well. I would think if if there's a short-term concern about Walker, it's that the Cardinals will put him in the minor leagues for a month so to delay his clock for another year. It's what they did with Gorman last year. They, they may do that if he doesn't tear it up in the spring. But just like Pujols when he first came up, if he hits just hits so much that you can't deny it, then I would imagine he'd be there opening day. Look, if you look at this team, I mean, if you look at, you know, I'm a little worried about Goldschmidt. I mean, his last two, three months were horrendous. Um, in the playoffs, he sucked. Um, so hopefully he figures his swing it's out. It's not necessarily accurate, respectfully, of course. It's always respectful. thought he played well the last couple months of the season? Yeah. Goldschmidt? Yeah. He had, a, he had a very bad September, and he had two games in the playoffs. But, I mean, if his last two or three months were not good, then he wouldn't have been the MVP. His last month was bad, and the two games in the playoffs. All right. I, took, I added a month in there, and you're right. Um, but just watching his swing the last month, five weeks, playoffs, I mean, he just looked lost. Now, hopefully, I was just he was tired or whatever. But if you have some of these kids that are playing and they have good years, O'Neal comes back, um, and a Flaherty comes back from the injury. DeYoung. Hudson. Nice. Montgomery. <laughs> Montgomery has a good season. Matt comes back. I mean, those are all a bunch of question marks. But if all those would come true, they would have a, they have a good team. Yeah. But you don't know if all those things are going to happen. No. We, you don't know with 100% certainty that anything's going to happen for any other team. Well, yeah, there's teams going in. as a guy, we're going to suck this year. But if some of these things, you know, pan out, the Cardinals could have a very good year this year. That's what they're hoping for. So you're not giving up on the season. Oh, these guys are going to suck. They can't hit. He sucks. Oh, uh, who's giving up on back. it already? Well, there are they have one. Are. They played one <laughs> spring training game. Oh, Plowsy every day. <laughs> Plowsy, have you given, given up given on this up. club? I, I haven't given up. I don't even know what the rotation going to look like or the starting. I, I'll wait till game one to let you know if the season's over. <laughs> I'll <love> that off. <laughs> one is, 162, we'll decide. Doug, you uh, weren't out there with us, but we had a caddy named Stan. He was not happy with a lot of the club selection at Bell Reeve last year. And he says, Iggy, you don't watch the games. Just stop, moron. That's from Stan the caddy hey. who has had enough at 8.06 on February 27th. Well, I don't have to watch the games. I listen to some of the games. I read articles. I watch the highlights. Uh, it's not like I don't pay attention at all. 
My God. Yeah. <laughs> don't let him take that stance. Especially again. his dad. He was so well, just hostile. Just watch the game. I mean, I don't have to watch a game to know what a team did, to know if they played well, <laughs> to know if they pitched well, to know if they made any errors, to know if uh, why do you take him out? He only gave up two hits in six innings. And he only threw 80 pitches. What are you doing? I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science. And you don't have to watch the game to figure all that out. Baseball more so than other sports. Like, you can't read a basketball or hockey box score and get the true picture of the game. Baseball, you probably can. Sometimes that won't be the case. And I had to cover this team for 10 years at KFNS, so it's not like I'm some newbie. How'd you cover it for KFNS, <laughs> exactly? I was doing pregame, I was doing postgame. You went down there for the giveaways and you left in the second <laughs> inning. Uh, you're talking about the last four years when I didn't have to go to the game. I didn't uh, have to talk baseball. Back then I did. I did a pregame, postgame show with John Rabe. Uh, <laughs> I had to go in the locker room and get interviews. You covered the hell out of that club. <laughs> well, I did, yeah. because that's what we did back then. Yeah. Then I didn't have to do it, so I didn't go. I mean, it was it really. I don't want to go to the games every night. People said, "Oh, you're bitching because you got to go to a baseball game." Yeah, and I get home at like twelve o'clock. So it's not like I'm a newbie to baseball. And these texters are lying, saying they've watched games because you can't with Bailey's. You can watch a little <laughs> bit, and you can maybe get a pregame and a postgame. And make it worse before it gets better. It's gonna be Doug, spotty. Uh, you know KG in O Town, right? Sure. He works here. No, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he says Goldschmidt hit 343 with nine home runs and 27 RBIs in August. That's from KG and Oto. <laughs> That's not bad. That's a nice little month. Right, what are you doing in September and October? You want to read those to me? KG and Oto. Mm. <laughs> Do we even play in October? <laughs> Two right. games. We made late, late right. September with the playoffs. I think right? a couple games. That's going to be pretty typical. Instead of fighting for the Dodgers and Mets, we're fighting against the Brewers and Cubs. That's how we organize this lineup. Oh, Lord. This roster is ready for the NL Central, not the Major League Baseball playoffs. Half the teams that got in the playoffs got bounced in the first round. It's just going to happen. And Tim corrected me. Okay, Mosey Lock Jr. Oh, there's multiple shows going on. Tim corrected me as he should have. I said last couple of months, and it was actually like five weeks. So I shouldn't have thrown that other five, six weeks in there. But look at his the guy who doesn't work here. Um, <laughs> I've seen him. Give me his, yeah, twice. Give me his uh, August stats or September stats leading. Casey, don't tell you the August stats and leading, September stats. No, August nothing. September and leading into. He had two October. home runs in the month of September. Okay, well, that's a good year. That's a, <laughs> month. Good, that's a good month. We were talking about is he going to win the MVP in the like when September rolled through. <laughs> Or after well, he was September. hunting for the triple crown in August. Mm-hmm. He was a triple, very much a triple crown contender. KG in Oton says terrible September. If you had said that, he had a terrible last month, you would have been right. But you didn't say that, did you? Doug, that's KG in Oton. Oh. He's a co-worker. And yeah. Tim corrected me, and I corrected myself. I said, you're right, Tim. I should have just said September and playoffs. He's a heck of an employee, though. <laughs> Look, we're all right when saying yeah, this yeah. is a scrappy bunch. Uh, it's just they're for those two days he was here. He did a good job. <laughs> He's been here more than two days. <laughs> Guys, Goldie was awful last year. Is akin to saying Orlando is basically on the ocean. Thanks. That's from Jackson's guy Don Hoffman. Oh, the Don is back. Yep. No one said he. Yeah, where was did you awful. hear me say he was awful last year? <laughs> I, I mean, really... he won the MVP. You know, it's hard to be really bad and win the MVP. Let's correct. It's hard this. to pull that off. He had a bad September, was bad in the playoffs, and I think the last maybe week in August he wasn't very good. So it's about five weeks, and I corrected myself. I, think, I apologize. I, think, I believe Ted Williams won the Triple Crown one year and did not win the MVP. No, Joe DiMaggio because of yeah. the hitting streak. 
Yeah, well, we got a 41-year-old ace. <laughs> oh. I'm excited about the rotation. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Plotboy, what are you most excited about of the three? I guess I could include the Blues in there, too, but I'll go Battlehawks, Dogs, Cardinals. In terms of, like, my excitement Just in general. It's it's as open-ended as as you want to make I would definitely say the Cardinals, for sure. Oh, wow. The Dogs being right behind there. The Battlehawks, eh, I can't wait to go to the game. Yeah. But it's still hard for me to watch football on TV in general. Especially kind of a an you don't watch football on TV. I like college. Fo- I like college football. I'm already the, the only NFL. guy in America who doesn't watch football on TV in general. I love college football. I'm talking in the professional ranks. Ew. I don't really watch the NFL. I find it to be super boring and just way too many breaks, replays, commercial stoppages, just terrible penalty calls. I'm done with the NFL. Do you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, did I? Yeah, I think I did. I can't even remember, honestly. No. Yeah, I, I guess I might have. I just find it to be completely boring. Really? So, yeah, I, I definitely think the Cardinals have an interesting season ahead of them. So, can't wait to see Jordan Walker in June. It would seem like the Cardinals have a rather wide delta, where they could be really good or they could be, uh-oh. Well, yeah, you're could counting go on way. six players coming off of an injury and two players like just to reboot from three years ago. That's I think tough. the fact that about 60 to 70 percent of the league is not capable of winning the World Series helps protect their floor. But I also think their ceiling, of course, they could win the World Series. Don't get me wrong. But I go into this year going, there are about eight teams that I think you can look at and go, those are the teams that, like, if I could bet that as far as... You know, and then you can have the other twenty-two. I mean, my God, I'd make that bet all day long. It's and that's I think I think that kind of sucks. But at the yeah. same time, you can point to a few sports where that's the case. Jackson, when you say that about the NBA, most years, yeah, going in, yeah, yeah. the eight seeds are are unlikely to make a run. Right, but I'm talking in advance of the season. So uh, the yeah, there's there's rare. Seldom are that you're going to see like a big surprise team. Sometimes, but rarely. I think it. I think it happens in the NFL. I don't think necessarily recently because the Chiefs have kind of become. Doug, do you like the word dynastic as an adjective? Is it it a word even? I think it probably is. I don't. I I don't care. I didn't see the. I I took the over on the Eagles' win total this year, but I didn't see the Eagles being as great as they were. And their win total was nine and a half. So for them to wind up going fourteen and three shows that they exceeded that quite a bit. And a lot of the variance in NFL is injury related. Yeah, big time. I mean, if you would have told people that the 49ers would be finishing off their season for the final seven weeks with a third string quarterback, you would have gone, Okay, the 49ers are probably garbage, but there they were, undefeated with Brock Purdy until that uh, NFC championship game. Tim, what is happening here? Thanks. That's from the Austin hmm. Oligarch. Doug, that's also an open ended question. I don't know. I don't know. How would you like to have Miami over nine and a half? After like, I did. I did weeks. have it in pick six, and I guess so I lost. I. Right? So did I. How it did was you? one of my picks. I had Philadelphia one in the East. What got you was Croatia. Well, yeah. Croatia too. But I had Miami over nine. And that a half was your worst bet picks. ever. When you bet a team to win, they won, and you lost. Well, that's just that league. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is more likely, the Cardinals win a hundred games, or the Cardinals win eighty games? I don't follow that entirely. Like, they only win 80 games? Yeah, I think that's what he's getting at. Well, I'll bet you on both of them that neither of those hit. That it's going to be in between is what you're saying? It'll be between 80 and 100. They won't well, yeah, win 80 and they won't win 100. It's highly likely that that's the case. Well, that was his question, so. You no, know, he said, what's more likely, that they win 100 or only win 80? Neither. 
Yeah, I'll take the team. But that's not the question. That's what's more likely to happen: a, a, dy- a fantastic season of winning a hundred, or a really disappointing season. Only yeah, I actually, 80. I, I would agree with the Plowhawk on eighty. That doesn't mean that I think they will win eighty. But if yeah, if he's asking the question, if you have to say what's more likely, I yeah. would say the eighty. We're one slap tear away from a Hudson Libertor like. Three and four. Doug just dropped to the ceiling. Oh my God! To the floor. Lost hydraulics on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see. But that. at the same time, I mean, Jordan Walker—that's a—that's a real fun fact there with what he could do if Goldschmidt can keep up the momentum from an MVP season and bounce back from a bad September and October. And Arnado, I feel like that's a guy on a mission. Contreras in his first year—I don't think we're going to like the deal five years from now. But in the first year, and Walker. And then there are a bunch of bounce back candidates. The thing, I just it's it's just so many it's so many ifs. I think it might be unreasonable to expect Goldschmidt and Arenado to repeat the season. I agree with had. you, and I feel like that part's kind of like it's it's certainly a sliver of the attention that it gets. But Missouri football fans are like, okay, now the defense is fixed. Got to fix the offense. Yeah. Well, now you're operating on the premise that the defense carries over what it did mm-hmm. in 2022. It's not necessarily reasonable to expect two MVP caliber performances, especially from one where a guy is in his age 36 season, being turning 36 in September in the case of Goldschmidt. Yeah. At least Newtbar has emerged as a superstar. Thank you. I have to say, and I, I, he is the, isn't he the X factor? And I, I know this sounds like a joke, but it, it, I'm, I'm being half serious. He's the X factor to the entire season, though. <laughs> I, 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 I would I, say no to that. Really? Yeah, because okay. they have. If he if I he actually, breaks his leg today and is out for the year, you still have Walker, O'Neill, Carlson, Burleson as outfielders. I don't know. I, th- I I think a lot of the success this season hinders on Lars Newtbar's success. I don't know about that. I, I can't believe I'm saying that. I would think but. I would think maybe Flaherty would be more of the linchpin there. If he comes back and is the pitcher that he that he was at one point, then you really got something. And if he's still not the same, then you know your pitching staff looks a whole lot different. Yeah, Steve, can we talk about Stephen Matz? <laughs> He played nine games, did just awful. Gets hurt, and now yeah. we're like penciling him in as like the three and four, and we're cool with it. We, no one's talked about Steven Matz as if he didn't come off a major injury that knocked him out ninety yeah. percent of the season. Like our pitching staff, like I said, we are two injuries away, or one injury away from really just being just a pile of crap out there. He's probably the number five starter. No. You have Wainwright and Michaelis and Flaherty. Flaherty? And Montgomery. You want to put Flaherty at number three? All right. Oh, sure. If he's healthy, absolutely. How's to go to Hudson? Uh, I, I think he'll be fighting with uh, Mats for that fifth spot. spot. I would be shocked if they didn't put Mats in there just because of the contract. Because of what they're paying. Exactly. He, they'll be playing the contract. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they're counting on him I've to done be a three starter. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if you're if you're number one or number five. If everybody stays healthy, you're still going to pitch close to the same number of games. Stephen Wildwood says, "I'll bet Plowsy a hundred dollars. Matt's gets ten or more wins. You want that action, Plowhawk? That's a lot I'll of wins." That, I'll take Stephen Wildwood, somebody you know, you can bet he'll pay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that action. There it is. The bet's I'll in. It's been booked. One. That's a lot of wins nowadays for that's a starter. A good, that means the Cardinals having a really good year. Stephen Matt's has ten wins. They're, and they're as, a 90 win as often as they yank a starter out before he goes five full innings, it's, it's hard to get a lot of wins, if, especially if you're not the, the ace, not one of the top guys. Yeah, I mean, 
I think that's a fair bet. Uh, ten is a lot coming, seeing as he didn't get ten starts last year. I mean, Michaelis was our best pitcher last year. What do you have, 11? I, I don't have that in front of me right at the moment. I mean, I'd be a good happy. ERA, but I think he only had 11 wins. I'd be happy with 25 starts for Matt. I don't Seth think. Goldcamp had a great year last year, Doug. Mm-hmm. Boy, did he ever. And he, he might be busy this four. week because we've got ourselves... One hell of a situation here with uh, the weather. Iggy said his Doppler shrugged. Could be snow, uh, possibly on Friday. Could be snow on Friday. The dogs will be playing in 27-degree temperatures on Saturday if that low hits. But you know what? Seth Goldcamp will be there for you. Design Air Heating and Cooling is online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of... Ryan Kelly, Morning After, and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Doug is a client, and I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? All you have to do is go to designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and they come out so quick, fast, in a hurry, you'll have whiplash. You'll go, oh, my goodness, I didn't believe it could be done. Well, they do it. At Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Jackson, could you tell me about your pant? Oh, absolutely, Tim. Nice. Everyone knows my pant is Muggsy. Mm. It can be your pant, too. If you head to Muggsy.com, you check out their selection. It's not just the world-famous jeans. Of course, they have these jeans that they move and groove with you. You put them on, they stretch. They're super comfortable and super stylish. ton of different options of the jeans, but it's not just jeans. Joggers, shorts, swimwear, cashmere, jackets, flannels, staples that every guy needs in their closet. And they all use this incredible Muggsy technology. It makes you feel so damn good. I love wearing my Muggsy. It makes my balls feel free. <sighs> so comfortable. They look good. You know, doesn't matter the size. You, you, pick your, you pick your size. You put it on. It's so comfortable and so damn stylish. So head to Muggsy.com right now. You look at all the stuff they got, throw it all in your cart, and you use the promo code TMA at Woot, checkout. Woot. 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. I'll repeat, Muggsy.com, promo code TMA for 10% off your entire order. Free your balls once and for all and experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. Oh, nice. And experiencing life-changing upfitting with Tommy Sabolka. VIP oh. auto accessories. Call Tommy at 314-428-3900 or you can email him directly once you to tommy.sabolka at vipautoaccessories.com. VIP Auto Accessories is your one-stop full-service shop for all your auto accessory needs. They do van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles. They provide graphic solutions for vehicles, retail office space, floors, windows, and more. And they have a full array of public safety solutions, including for EMS and police fleets. And when it's cold, you love having remote start for your car. When it's hot, when it starts to heat up, which will be wonderful to have your car cool down before you get in, they do that at VIP Auto Accessories. Call Tommy at 314-428-3900. You can email him at tommy.sabolka at VIP Auto Accessories. It's VIP Auto Accessories. Don't forget Design Air and Munganaster part of the TMA ecosystem, and they're doing business with VIP Auto Accessories. It is 822 in St. Louis. We'll wrap up the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. When we come back, who won the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown? Find that out. Iggy just moaned. I laughed. He laughed. I'm sorry. That wasn't a was a He seems confident. Yeah, maybe he had a big week. I don't know. I don't know. No. Um, And uh, we have an electric call of the final 30 seconds of a main high school basketball playoff game. I can't wait to hear that. If it's in the system, there's got to be a reason for it. I missed this year's main high school basketball championship. Well, so you're going to get to hear it coming Mm -hmm. up. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.